the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody. This is the Messy Walk Podcast. My name is Chloe. I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey, hey. Yep, we are here just hanging out. This is episode 32. Um, we had an extra visitor on our last episode, if you heard it. <laughs> episode 31. I forgot was, about it uh, It could possibly be our most listened to episode ever or our least listened episode ever. One of the two. Right, it's going to be right. somewhere like that. No it, was, uh, it was about real men crying. Um you know, for real, that's what it was about. Yes. And uh, we had a special visitor in the middle of the podcast. If you listen closely, you will hear a vacuum cleaner. Right. <laughs> if you listen super closely, you'll hear me get up and cue the person vacuuming, yes. like, turn it Stop. off, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a little bit of vacuuming going on. Right, right. Um, because that's just how tech how tech we are. Right, that, it's like a little you know, bit of background noise. Yeah, yeah. just a little extra something, you know. Right. Um, we don't have music playing in the background. What happened so was is it was such an interesting recording about men crying that the person vacuuming just had to listen. Right. So they just kept getting closer to the door. Yes, closer we're just going to tell ourselves that's what it was. Closer and closer. What it really was is we didn't tell them we were going to be recording, so they weren't prepared. Right. Yeah, so. that, was, that was my bad. Um, but yeah, anyway, that was fun. So, yeah. So this is episode, what did you say? 32. 32. Yeah. And last week, like we said, we talked about um, men and why it's okay to cry, well, why it's okay for men to cry, um, and why it's even encouraged biblically. Um and it was very interesting, honestly. I enjoyed it. I I hope that everybody else listening also. It's actually a good lead into this one, yeah. Because um, there's a one particular scripture we pointed out last week talking about crying, and specifically we were referring to men. Yeah. Um, was this command of rejoice when others rejoice and weep when those who weep, um, which is written as a as a command, as a you need to do this. You need right. to you need to celebrate with people who are celebrating, and you need to cry with people who are crying. Um, and that kind of leads us into this topic today quite well, actually. This is totally accidental that these two things are falling together because Chloe and I are not that good. <laughs> so these two episodes are kind of what we felt like were quite random, but they yeah. they sort of go together quite well. Um, and it's just another one, like last week's the same way. It's just another one of something that I've been experiencing lately that keeps coming up in conversations and with people and their situations. And I thought, man, if it keeps coming up like this, then maybe we should talk about it on the podcast a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, and so to kind of set it up, uh, and I have no idea what Chloe's going to title this episode. So I don't um, know either. <laughs> no it's clue. a great question. <laughs> um, the All right. Everybody is aware that, you know, we live in a, a rough world. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of evil. There's a lot of issues. But there are certain seasons where it feels like those things are heavier than normal. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like we're in sort of that season. There, there is this, um, and you can read all about this, there's now been enough time that there are studies on these things. Um, th- there's this big cloud over us since this COVID thing has hit. Um, there's a big dark cloud, and it comes from multiple pieces. It comes from people being sick and dying. It comes from um, the weariness of being afraid and fearful of the virus it comes from you know the mandates and the requirements and and the irritation that comes from all that and it also a lot of it's also coming from the fact that there is a massive amount of change that is happening through this to where normal is not normal right. and it won't ever be and so 
in this season, um, there just feels like a, a lot of things going on. And I have experienced um, – and this, all this is anecdotal, so it could not be completely accurate, you know, of really what's happening. It's just how you feel in the moment, right? Right. So the last year and a half could not have been that much worse for some of you, but it feels like it was. Um, and so I think we have to go with that. We have mm-hmm. to go with what those emotions are. But um, over the last several months, I have – and as a pastor, I'm in a unique spot to see this – I've had so many people around me who have experienced significant loss or a significant diagnosis. Like I cannot tell you how many folks, um, it it almost seems abnormal Mm. um, lately that have had cancer diagnosis, um, that have had um, major health setbacks, that have had those cancer diagnoses turned to uh, hospice care. And some of those have hit really home to us, you know, personally. Um, there's been so many of them. There's been, you know, over the last few weeks, matter of fact, it happened so many times that a, that several people who kind of see the prayer requests that come through the church were like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, because there was, the, there was just an abnormal amount of women in particular who were like, I just got diagnosed with cervical cancer, breast cancer, you know, ovarian cancer. I mean, it was just crazy. Um, it's just abnormal. And there's some listeners right now. There's several listeners that I know listen every week who those that I'm talking about them. They were the ones. Yeah. And so it, as, a, as a pastor, and I think not just as a pastor, but just as a Christ follower, you find yourself in situations where you're with people that you've got to rejoice when they rejoice, but then when you weep when they weep. And you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're sad with them and you walk through their life with them. And in those conversations, um, I've come up with – I've come to a verse that – I actually use it every single funeral that I have to preside over. Um, mm. Whatever the word is for that, I don't know. Preside over sounds weird. I don't like know. it's some sort I'm of hearing. To think of um, word. Officiate, but yes. it's not really. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, close enough. Um, every single funeral that I have to lead, I utilize the scripture. And then over the last few months, it's just come up so much in these situations. Um, and, it, and it happened. It came up again last night for me with a family. Um, and it comes from Galatians chapter six. And there's a lot to it. Um, there's multiple verses, um, but the one that, and I'll, I'll talk about all of it, but the, the big one that we end up bringing up um, is carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. Now, that's a bigger scripture than that, so if you start off at the beginning of chapter 6 in Galatians, it, you get this. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. And so the picture here is someone who has fallen who has struggled in a sinful way, not Mm -hmm. like a cancer diagnosis, right? Um, And then it says, but watch yourselves so you also may not be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in that way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves, right? So everybody ain't got it all together. Um, Each one should test their own actions. They can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else, for each one should carry their own load. Right, so you get these, you get this picture in this verse um, that I think is really cool. You get this picture of burdens and loads, and we're going to talk about it in two ways. Mm-hmm. So the first way, let's talk about it um, with regard to people and their struggles that are not from sin. So like this heavy thing that we've talked about, these yeah. cancer diagnoses. We've had folks in our church that have lost their children recently, um, little bitty 
kids. Right. There's a woman listening right now. You need to pray. For, stop right now what you're doing. Pray for that family right now um, who lost their little girl. Um, and then folks that have lost, you know, loved ones that are not worth their children, their mothers. There's folks listening right now who've lost their mother in the last, you know, month or two. Um, so those big things. Right. So so let's talk about it with regard to those of how this applies. Um, carry each other's burdens and then you get everybody has to carry their own load. Mm. So it's a really cool scripture because there is like a visual picture here. And if you've listened to this podcast, anytime we talk about scripture, I tend to do some sort of visual picture. Like my favorite one was the breastplate of righteousness. That one's, right? <laughs> that one's really funny. You can go back. I don't know yeah. how many episodes it was, but yeah, um, that one was a funny one. Uh, anyway, I like, to, I like to look at these pictures. And so part of that picturing happens because the word translations – from Hebrew to Greek, or in this case, from Greek just straight to English, there's lots of words that don't act, translate exactly right to English. So what you end up getting is more of a picture in the original one that you can kind of see that then you understand it better in English, right? right? And so yeah. what's happening here is there's some word picture that's going on. And so this idea of load is like the picture of a backpack. It's individual. You carry it. And so this idea of load is like that everybody's got to carry their own load, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to bear your own responsibilities. And that's like your backpack that you put on every day. Um, that's like, you know, you got to feed yourself. You need to work. You need to pay your own bills. Yeah. You know, you you got to you got to help your own self out. You've got mm-hmm. to bear those responsibilities that are there that are just part of being an adult. You know, it, the, the picture of load would be like for us, it would be like adulting, Um that's that thing every day where you go, adulting sucks. It does. It's called responsibilities, yes. right? It do. So, suck. <laughs> it, do. <laughs> it really do um, suck. <laughs> it's just part of it. I, I love those moments where I can look at my 14-year-old daughter and I can she can go like, this is horrible, Dad. I'm like, yep, that's adulthood. Get ready. Welcome. You're about to be one, <laughs> yeah. right? It's just part of it, baby. Yeah. You know, when she's like, we do dishes every day. I'm like, yep, <laughs> we do. We do laundry every day. Yes, we do. You know, this is expensive. I don't want to spend my money on it. Well, that's life. You it's know? almost like shocking when you get older and you realize, oh my gosh, the dishes do have to be let's, washed let's every call, day. Yes, right, right. Let's call my daughter out real quick. This would be a fun way to start this podcast. <laughs> yeah. She went to the big Christian festival. Heck yeah. And uh, which we had in here in, in our hometown. Um, so fun. Really it was cool. A lot of fun. And uh, she lost her wallet. Oh, that was very sad. 14 year old girl lost her wallet. Now she's at the festival, not with mom and dad, because dad don't do stuff like that. Um, so mom and dad, we are, and the other kids, we're out of town. So she's with a friend and a bunch of church folks and all that kind of stuff, and they're at the festival all weekend. And she loses her wallet. It was so sad. I felt so sad about it's it. It's so, I think it's hilarious. Because um, <laughs> everybody has done that. Yes. And it's not fun. No, right? it's the it's, worst it's feeling. It's not fun. It's like a sickening feeling. But what she almost. got a chance to do was she got a chance to understand what that responsibility is like at an early age mm-hmm. without it being but so complicated. Because this is all that was in there. She had a debit card. She had a $20 bill. And she had a house key. Right. She didn't have a driver's license. She didn't got to go to the DMV. She didn't have her social security card in there. Oh. She got to go, you know, all, like she didn't have a uh, so multiple bad. credit cards and yeah. health insurance cards and all that stuff you got to call and deal with and cancel. She yeah. didn't have none of that mess. Um, 
she didn't she didn't have receipts that she hadn't turned in yet you know <laughs> i've had this i've had this happen can you right. tell um she didn't have any of that mess right. and so she got to learn you know how that feels and you know the responsibility to keep it up with something yes. without all the trouble of what it would be if you were a real adult yes. um so just stuff like that you know yeah. that's that carrying that load of responsibilities that's that idea of backpack each mm-hmm. person's got to carry their own load yes. and, and yeah. in other words too what he's really talking about is too is each person's got to be responsible for their own walk with Jesus, right? Like I'll give you another example of this. As a pastor, I can't stand it when someone says about the church, "Well, I just need to be fed," right? Um, <laughs> you feed yourself, and 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 in a in a walk with Jesus, you got to feed yourself, right? That's part of your load to bear. That's part All of your right. responsibilities. You have to belly up to the table and crack your own Bible open. You have to dive into the Word. You have to be in prayer. Yeah. All those spiritual disciplines, you are feeding yourself. It is, not, it is not the job of the shepherd to feed you. It is the job of, of the shepherd to guide you to feeding yourself, right. but not that. So, you know, anyway, yeah. it's also in your own Christian walk. Um, so that's the picture. This burdens thing, though, gives you another picture. And burden, instead of being the load picturing the backpack, with burden, you picture a boulder. That's the actual image of this word. Mm. It's a boulder. And so it's not like a little rock, and it's not a driveway rock, and it's not, you know, it's not some little rock that you can find when you're in the, walking the nature trail and you like it and you put it in your pocket. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. This is the picture of a boulder, one that is too much for one person to carry. All right, that's the picture. And so when it talks about carrying each other's burdens, it's giving you this picture of a boulder that one person cannot carry. They cannot carry it on their own. And so when we're talking about stuff happening to us, these diagnoses, losing a family member, you know, going through significant problems and trouble, those, those burdens are like boulders. And Scripture's saying that we have to carry each other's burdens. That's why that scripture comes up for me so much in every funeral and in these situations where I'm talking to people who have lost things or lost people, whatever it may be, is because that's what the community of the church is supposed to do. We're supposed to carry each other's burdens. There are boulders that come along in life, not that frequently, but they're there, that you can't walk through on your own, that you can't handle on your own. You cannot move that thing. You cannot carry that boulder, that burden. And so we've got to do that for each other. And it's extremely important for us to all know that we need people in our life to help do that. And that's the call of the Christian. And so if you're looking at a world right now that you feel like is just going crazy and you see all these people hurting around you, start helping carry some boulders, right? There's there's burdens that we have to carry with other people around us. That's the whole point. And, and I love that verse because it doesn't just say do it. It says this is the way that you will fulfill the law of Christ. And the law of Christ is Christ summarizing what it really means to obey God. What the It comes out of him saying that here's the things that you do. Mm-hmm. You love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. And you love your neighbor or you love people like yourself. He says that those two are the main things. And so that's that law of Christ, that you love him and that you love people. And the, the way that Jesus says it, is that those two things are inseparable. You can't separate them. So if you really love God, then you'll love his people. Um, And the love that you would have for people is going to come out of your love for God. They go together. So you can't can't say you love God and not love people. 
And so he's saying that you can fulfill the law of Christ here. So it's a way that you show your love for the Lord, but it's also a way that you show your love for other people is you help them carry these these boulders, these burdens. And so the, the picture here is Jesus carrying a boulder we could not carry, hmm. meaning our sin, our righteousness, we couldn't carry it. And he does that for us. And so when we start to step into the law of Christ in our lives, it's us caring for people as well, the things that they can't carry on their own. The lady I was talking about before, and I don't think she'll mind me saying this, um, that lost her daughter. How do you carry that by yourself? It's almost an Mm -hmm. impossible, it's almost like the biggest boulder you can get in the world. Yeah. And you can't can't bear that alone. Not at all. You, You can't. Um, and you know, and that's what people are doing when they try to help, when they love, you know, we're in the South. And so when, when we try to care or help with someone, we do it with casseroles yes. <laughs> so yes. we, or fried chicken, um, right. Yeah. We bring food. We do it basically with our time and what we can hand them. And all that is, is trying to bear somebody's burdens. Yeah. It's all it is. And you cannot walk through these significant things in life that are like boulders and carrying them on your own. And so we have to walk in the law of Christ and help people do that. I think that every single Christian should at any moment, and this is a little litmus test you can do for yourself at this moment. Every single Christian at every moment should have somebody in their life right at that moment that they are helping carry that person's burdens. Mm -hmm. If you can't think of one right now, then you're in trouble because you're not fulfilling the law of Christ. It's all around you. It's not like for lack of need. Right. Right. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. And how are you doing that? There are people that you're praying for specifically in this moment for that boulder, for that burden. There are ways in which you're stopping by just to check in or you're texting just to check in or you're offering to take their kids for the weekend or, you know, mow their grass. Or I'm just thinking of all the things that I know of that I see people doing constantly. Yeah. As a Christian, you should have someone always around you that you're helping to carry those burdens because they cannot carry them on their own. And that's the law of Christ. And so I think it's just such an important thing for us as, as the church to be paying attention to right now. You know, I had someone ask me the other day, like, what the heck is the post church supposed to do in this season? And I feel that constantly, like, cause I don't know what to do. Right. Church attendance is atrocious across mm-hmm. the board. Mostly um, people are in and out. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of difficulty um, currently in leading the church. And I don't just mean me. I mean, across the board. So if you're, if you're listening right now and I'm not your pastor, you should pray for your pastor because he's struggling. Right. Um, and if anyway. he is your pastor, you should pray for him too. But. <laughs> yeah, please do. But, <laughs> <laughs> please do. But um, it, it's a hard time. And they were like, what is the church supposed to do right now? Yeah. And, and I think first and foremost, the church charges forward with the mission. That's our, always our goal and our responsibility. And all that is, though, is the law of Christ. And so what I think the church should be doing in a season like this with all these unknowns and stress and a dark cloud that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, what the church should be doing is carrying each other's burdens. That's what we ought to be doing right now. We ought to be looking for every single possible way as a Christ follower that we can help somebody else carry the boulder that they cannot carry on their own. Yeah. You know, um, And so I think it's just incredibly important for the church right now to be embodying this scripture to be helping others in this way, not just in some helping way, right? Not just in some sort of, I don't know, we're supposed to help, so we help. No, no, no. It's, this is bigger than This ain't talking about help. This is talking about 
I'm carrying this person's boulder. I'm going to I'm going to get dirty and I'm going to it's going to hurt me and I'm going to have to sacrifice and this great big rock is not just going to be on their back, but it means it's going to be on my back too. And so I'm going to feel the pain. I'm going to feel the struggle. There's going to be empathy there. I'm going to use resources and energy and time to be able to help carry somebody else's burdens. That's what the church ought to be doing right now. Uh, you know, that's that's the difference maker in this world. And we have an opportunity as a church. I'm not talking about union. I'm talking about the church. We have an opportunity right now to do that more so than any time we have had, had in our history up until this point, I believe, um, or at least in American history of church, because there's a cloud. And we have a Savior who tells us to love people. And so right now, there is no shortage of that. It's all around us right now. So that's the that's one big key to look at it, right? Everybody's got their backpack. you got to carry their own responsibility. I'm not telling you to go into somebody's house and start helping them carry their backpack. They don't need help carrying the backpack. Right. Right. And every time you do that, it's like hurting them, not helping them. Right. So but but boulders are different. Burdens mm-hmm. are different. And that's what that scripture is pointing out here. Now, I want to go a little different route in it because yep. specifically the scripture is talking about um, sinfulness because it begins with someone who has fallen and which gives you a picture of maybe they weren't at first and now they are. Like something's gotten them again. Sin is reared back up. They've fallen back into it. We all know what that feels like. So do I. Yep. Um, and that you're supposed to restore them gently and help to carry those burdens for them as well. So the picture here is someone that has fallen in sin. And a lot of times what we end up doing is we end up deciding that somebody is too messy, um, that they've they got it's just too much yeah. and they they've done too much they've fallen too much or it's a sin that we don't like so we kind of stay away from it and we decide not to get involved and so we do one of the one of the worst lies christian ever tell is we say oh i'll i'll pray for you right how many yeah. times you need to stop and think for a minute all right let's be honest <laughs> chloe and i are going to be honest for a minute Uh-oh. how many times <laughs> have you told someone i'll pray about that oh no or i'll pray for you or I'll pray for them, and you don't do it. Oh, endless. It's countless. Endless. It's, I and I'm never, a pastor. It's countless. I can countless. never solve that. Yeah. Countless. Oh. I cannot tell you how many times. It almost becomes something that just rolls off our tongues. Yeah. We just say it with no intention to do it. And so there's sometimes when people have these, this is what the scripture is talking about, this fall. You know, they, they're, 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 they're a Christian. Now they're walking in the sinfulness, and now we decide that, I don't know, they're too messy and... I just don't want to get involved. Yeah. And the scripture is pushing you away from saying, I just don't want to get involved. Because part of loving people is getting into their mess with them and helping them through it. You know, getting in there with them. Um, I have somebody who, um, she's no longer with us, um, but she's one of my favorite people in the history of the world. And she would tell me all these stories about people in her family, people in her life, you know, just friends and stuff that... They would be into drugs and things like that. We all know folks like that. Mm-hmm. And they'd be in the crack house somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she'd roll up in the crack house and get them, right? She'd roll up in there with food, and next thing you know, she'd leave with somebody, right? She'd pull mm-hmm. somebody out of there. Um, you got to get down in the mess with people. You know, I mean, we serve a Savior who got dirty for us. He, he bore all sin, and so how can we how could we possibly be Christians 
and avoid messy people or not get down in the mess with them. You know, you can get down in the mess with somebody without then you falling in the sin. Sure you can. Sure you can. And so the scripture is really talking about that. And and a lot of times we just decide that the person's too messy and we don't want to get involved. And I think that's dangerous because you you can't love someone, really love someone and not get involved if they've had this fall. Because the scripture is painting it as something that they can't handle on their own. Right. They can't handle it. It's a significant spiritual fall, and they're going to need people to come into their life and say, this ain't you. You can get through this. We're going to restore you gently is what the scripture says. Um, And that's the law of Christ too, right? So there's two kind of ways of looking at this. Um, There's a lot of of hurting people right now from all those things we mentioned, but then there's a lot of people who are struggling in particular sins and have fallen – and their Christian friends are keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. Their Christian friends aren't saying anything. I, I, there's no way that lines up with Jesus. Yeah. There's no way. And I know I've done it too. I'm not throwing, you know, I'm not sitting over here in my perfect house, you know, whatever that phrase is, glass house, throw the rock. So I don't know what it yeah. is. But, it's, it's something yeah. like that. That sounds right. <laughs> um, I know that I do it too. Yeah. But how can we be Christians and just completely ignore? what other people are doing or saying and, and what they're walking through and the mess that they have. Um, certain times these burdens come along in our lives because of the sinfulness that we have, and we've got to push through with it. Um, and this scripture is specifically written towards those sinful burdens. I think our friend came back. <laughs> we didn't say nothing the first episode. But I think our I think our vacuum friend came back. Yeah, We're going to keep anyway, moving. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to picture this. If we're talking about a significant fall from grace here, which is what this is referring to, I don't like that term "fall from grace" because you can't fall fall. You can't fall from grace. Right. Um, grace goes where you fall. Right. But anyway, um, if someone has had a significant spiritual fall and they've hit like this proverbial rock bottom, right. how you get out of there? If it's a rock bottom. How are you getting out of there without some sort of help? You're not. Someone has got to help you get out of that situation. And Christians, I don't know if you know this or not, but that's what you were saved to do. That's what you're created to do. That's the purpose that God has given you is to take and speak the life and grace in which you know and shine that light into the deepest, darkest places. And the folks that have fallen spiritually, and we all have done this, they're not going to get out of it by themselves because they're in this hole, Right. Right. They can stop digging the hole, right? And then the number one rule of holes is when you're in one, stop digging. But you got to get out of it, and that's not yeah. going to happen unless someone helps you get out of it. And so yeah. you've got God and you've got community to help you out of this hole. And the church has to fill that void. And so in this season right now, we'll wrap up because the vacuum cleaner is distracting me. In this season right now of hurt and pain yeah. and sinfulness, and by the way, none of those things are going away, right? Sadly. Le, le, the, the pandemic ends tomorrow and everybody thinks the world will be back to great. No, it won't. It won't great before. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We just have this romanticized idea it, of it in our heads. It won't great before. Anytime we say, oh, I just want to go back to the good old days. You know what's happened? The only reason you think they're good old days is because you've gotten so far away from them. Right? <laughs> you thought everything was good. <laughs> now it's nostalgic. Yeah. Um, it's not. And so hurt, pain, and sinfulness, they ain't going anywhere. And so there's always going to be this need. 
There's right. always going to be this requirement. That's why it's a law of Christ to carry other people's burdens, right. to help them bear the things that they cannot bear. And there are sins in this world that we all struggle with and fall into that we are not going to be able to get away from them on our own. No, We're going right. to have to have people come beside them, yeah. come beside us. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I would just push them to the church right now, Christians that are listening, that don't just sit around and wait for your organized church to carry each other's burdens. Yeah. You've got to do this with the people that you interact with and come into contact with every day. And so it's two different pieces. Something that's happened to them, you can carry those boulders, or something that they've even created themselves, yeah. you can help carry those boulders too. But don't go trying to carry somebody's backpack. Mm-mm. That won't work, that. right? gets messy for everybody you got to carry your own load, right? Yeah. But... There's big things that come in our life that we just can't yeah. not help carry. Yeah. So when you're talking about the rock bottom thing, I thought about, I think I've heard you say it before. If not, you can take credit for it. I will. Whatever. I will <laughs> um, what if I just come up with like the worst quote ever and you're like, yeah, yeah, for sure I said that. Um, no, I was just thinking about how you've, I think it's been you that said before, like if we could figure out how yeah, to help that. ourselves, no, <laughs> if we could figure out how to help ourselves and fix ourselves by now, we would have done yes. it. And so that kind of lines up with the, like if you're at rock bottom, like if you, if people in the past could have figured out how to get themselves by themselves out of rock bottom with no help and nothing and yep. nobody and like nobody else then like they would have done it by they would now have done it. I, I say i use that phrase a lot i have yes. the last few years yeah um because i think it's the perfect picture of repentance it's the beginning of repentance god if i could have saved me if i could fix me i would have already done it right right if you could save you and fix you you'd have already done it but obviously you can't right and so it points to a need for help yeah right it points to a need for help. I think of all when I when I'm talking about this burden thing, um, in a sinfulness. I think of all the brothers and sisters in Christ that I know personally, and our church is full of them that have struggled with substance abuse. Hmm. None of them, none of them got out of that without some help. Yeah, none of them. That they've got you've got the Lord coming in, of course, but then the Lord also sends people in, yeah. right? And none of those folks have gotten out of that without some help. And I think about the the struggles and the sinfulness that I've been through in my life and the hard, hard places. Hmm. Um, looking back on it now, I know that I would have never gotten out of them if somebody hadn't come in and said, this boulder's too heavy for you to carry. I'm going to carry it with you. Yeah. you know. And at some point, you know, you, you move the boulder away and then, you know, you can walk. Um, and then that person, that, that help kind of eases off. It's not there anymore. Um, that's what we call healing. <laughs> that's what we call restoration. You know, yeah. uh, that, that's what we call um, redemption. Is you know we begin to walk through these seasons, and then that that boulder we we find a spot for it. You know, we we help we help that person carry that thing to the feet of God, and we lay it down. And we move on, but they can't carry it by themselves. You yeah. can't either. I can't either. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're looking right now at the world and you're saying it's horrible, you're right, and pick up somebody's burden, pick up somebody's boulder. That's what you can do to help more than anything else. There's nothing else. There's no other place in the land that has a law like the law of Christ. The church bears that responsibility. It's our job to love him and love people. And the way Paul says this, carry that person's boulders Carry each other's stuff. 
love each other in that way because you're fulfilling the law of Christ. Right. We have the law of Christ. Nobody else in the world does, just the church. And so it's on us to, to help carry these burdens, whether they yeah. are, whether there's something that's happened to someone or there's something that person has done to themselves. Yeah. You know, so. Wow. That's our, good stuff. Our vacuum cleaner friend left right yes. here at the end. I don't know. Th- that was not a vacuum cleaner this I don't time. Know what that was. We're just having some random little visitors, little special guests on the podcast that we talk about interviewing. Are we at a different um, recording time than we normally do? We're not. Maybe a little bit. A little bit. That's probably what it is. We shifted a few hours. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us again today. Um, We hope that you just benefited from this conversation and walked away with a new perspective and just some new thoughts on what it looks like to really enter into the mess with you know, people in your life. It's a challenge for sure. And it is, it's always easier to walk away from it, but we're not called to walk away from it. You got to remember, we're all naturally sinful too. Yes, exactly. And so our sinfulness makes us want to not get involved with someone else's stuff. Right. You know, because sin is an I problem, right? Right. It's all about I, me, myself, and I. Yeah. And so we go, I just don't want to fool with that. I got enough going on right now. I don't have the bandwidth. Yep. I'm tired. Um, you know, it's a sinfulness problem. And we just, uh, we don't follow a Savior who gave us that choice. Mm-hmm. So we have to get down in the mess. Yeah. Um, and it's not fun. And even it's, thinking it's about fun. like reversing it and like being like, if I, because at some point we're all the one in the mess. All of us. And yes. you're, you don't want everybody to walk away from you and you're the one in the mess. So like when I you think see is, those in your life in the I'm mess. I'm so glad you said that. What well, I think is, what I think actually happens um, and I can see this in my life, is you think you're the one in there helping. And what you realize is that both of you were helping each other the whole time. Yes. Right? You thought yep. you was rolling in and helping with the boulder, but you realize that there was yeah. something that you couldn't bear either than that person's helping you do it at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's a cool picture. If you go all the way back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about the armor of God and the shield and those shields being made to link up, Mm-hmm. That's really what's happening here is that if we link our faiths together, we are carrying each other's boulders and burdens. Yes. Yeah. It's wow. pretty cool. It's very good anyway, stuff. Anyway, a couple yeah. random episode 31 and 32. Right. A little, a little random. random. They kind of have a little bit to do with each other, but kind of not. They kind of built a little bit. So. We made a good segue whether it worked or not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried. <laughs> Can't say we didn't And by try. the way, uh, coming up in episode 33, we have no idea what we're going to talk about. So just yes. letting you know, we've got some ideas we're mulling over, we're working on, right. but we don't know. And if you have ideas for us, don't forget Always to go yep. to our social media. You can go on our Facebook, our Instagram, and send us a direct message or leave a comment on one of our posts or however you would prefer to contact us and let us know um, something that you would like for us to talk about on the podcast, something that you feel like you and others would really yep. benefit from. And we would love to hear about that. Yeah, we've got some good feedback from some folks yes. that we're figuring out how to how to make those happen. Yes, so, absolutely. Uh, that's part of us carrying your burdens, yes. right? Yes. So you can help you can help us fulfill Galatians 6, chapter, chapter 6, verse 2, um, by letting us know what it is that you're struggling with yeah. or what it is you need to you need some help on. Right. And we can help you do that. Yes. That's such a good way to put that. I didn't even make that connection. But yeah. So definitely reach out, let us know. Um and we hope you have a great week. Yep. We're praying for you. Yes. Praying Absolutely. for you and your situation and then all those random people that we mentioned today. We're going to try our best right now when we say we're praying for you to actually pray for yes. you. Yes. We will pause. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do is whenever I tell people I'm going to pray for you, I try to pause and be like, I'm yep. praying for you right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, you guys have a great week. We will be back next Wednesday with a new episode, whatever the topic may be. Um, And we're looking forward to it. Sounds good, guys. See you next week. Yep. Or not see you. Talk to you. Yeah, we don't really know what to say. (laughs) You'll hear us next week. You'll hear us next week. (laughs) Have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.